Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the People Processes podcast, where we dive into the updates, interviews, and yes, processes that will help your organization thrive. My name is Rami Alijil, and my goal is to help HR managers and business owners create an environment where their people are their organization's competitive advantage. If you want to grab a copy of the People Processes book, it's on Amazon and the bookseller near you, like Barnes & Noble and Books A Million. It has a 100-day roadmap on how to turn your people into your competitive advantage. Oh, and don't forget, we post to LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, and I would love to hear from you on there with any questions. You can also subscribe to us by going to peopleprocesses.com, where you'll receive a special subscriber-only content for free. People Processes is also available wherever you get your podcast. It syndicates on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. Today, we're going to talk about onboarding, and and in particular, we're going to cover five common onboarding issues and how to avoid them. So starting a new job might be cause for nerves, but it shouldn't really be a cause for headaches. Organizations that understand this fact will ensure their onboarding process is smooth for the new employee and seamless for the HR staff. Yet many organizations struggle with onboarding. The process is too too slow, it's not efficient, or it lacks the personal touch that puts new hires at ease. In this article, we're going to look at five common onboarding issues that arise in broken systems. Then we'll wrap things up with a solution that can help you avoid all these pitfalls. Number one, a lack of orientation. Onboarding serves two basic purposes, gather and audit new employee information, and introduce your company's mission, culture, and values to your new hire. The first problem with an ineffective process is that too much of the information a new hire needs is communicated in a disjointed, tribal manner. For example, a supervisor in the marketing department might answer the same question differently than a manager from accounting. When this occurs, it's very difficult to create a unified experience. Many new employees are hesitant to ask questions in the first place, and if they get different answers, it can totally shut them down to finding the answers they need. In addition to orientation issues, onboarding often feels like a data dump. Handling, handing a new hire a large stack of paper and expecting them to learn and digest it on their own isn't a warm welcome or an efficient use of time. Organizations wouldn't spend months and thousands of dollars attracting a client, then send them 800 pages of onboarding paperwork with the instructions, fill everything out, sign the legal document, and let us know if you have any questions. Why should employees be treated any different than clients? <clears throat> Number two. Colleagues must answer questions. Many times, once a new hire is finally finished completing the paperwork, they go to work with substantial knowledge gaps and are unsure how to fill those gaps. For example, when the employee is two months into work and wants to take a three-day vacation, they don't remember, or worse, never learned, how to request it. Rather than bugging a supervisor and getting mixed messages again, the employee might ask a college what the procedure, a colleague, what the procedure is and how to request time off. Now, both employees are being pulled away from their job duties, and on a deeper level, level, the responsibility to this inquiry leads to inconsistent, the response to this inquiry leads to inconsistent processes among various departments. It might not seem like a big deal, but consistent knowledge gaps set companies up for cascading failures from both a resource and a personnel perspective. Number three, knowledge gaps like this slow things down. When onboarding isn't done well, there are knowledge gaps on the HR side too. If a new hire's paperwork goes to the wrong desk, for instance, HR might not know about that employee until payday arrives and the new hire isn't paid. 
The situation, and many other like it, makes HR feel like a transactional department rather than a resource that helps your company and your employees. If you think such a snafu is uncommon, think again, okay? Uh, My organization, Poplar Financial, works with companies to streamline their processes. I can't tell you the number of times HR departments didn't know someone was hired. Or worse, sometimes HR in the, is the is the only office that handles hiring at all, meaning they're constantly overwhelmed and not on, uh, not always matching new hires to the right supervisor. Both of those situations are just terrible. Number four, delays in getting insurance. Many HR processes are time sensitive, and delays and in missing information can cause more than simple logistical issues. Consider this scenario. An HR associate picks up a new employee's information sheet and tries to enter that information into the retirement portal. The HR associate has, an, has the new hire's hourly rate, but, but does not know how many hours she is expected to work or has worked already. In addition, the employee was hired for a part-time position, but the HR associate isn't sure they work enough hours to be eligible to the for, for the 401k. Uh, She continues to input the data she has, but she leaves gaps along the way. Now the HR associate must go out and gather the missing information. This back and forth delays the arrival of the new employee's um, uh, ability to actually contribute to their 401k, uh, which can really cost a significant amount of uh, money to both the employee and the company. Now the employee is upset because uh, she doesn't have the retirement plan she thought she was supposed to and hasn't had it for two weeks. HR is stressed and rushing to make things right. Uh, This scenario is time-consuming and sends a negative, usually unfair message to the new employee. HR is a necessary evil that should be avoided, if at all possible. Training seen as unimportant. Another common scenario is one in which an employee has been working for an organization for several weeks, but due to the workload over in HR, the company's sexual harassment training was overlooked during onboarding. HR knows they are supposed to send employees through training in situations like this, but so much time has lapsed that an HR associate decides to simply ask the employee if she has any questions about the sexual harassment policy. More often than not, the employee will not have questions, and it's easy for the HR associate to move on and mark that box on the form as complete. By now, the employee has the impression that these required trainings are unemployment and unimportant, that it's just paperwork, that this uninformative, boring paperwork is what HR does, an attitude that will come back to haunt HR and that employee in the end. The solution to all this is automated onboarding systems. Onboarding shouldn't be a dreadful experience for you or the new employee. Instead, it should be a way for you to welcome someone to your team and leave them feeling motivated and happy to be there. The process itself, as with every HR procedure, should be automated, repeatable, compliant, and scalable, efficient uh, as well. The To accomplish um, this effectively, you should be involved before the employee actually comes on board, preferably via a recruiting platform through which you can manage the process more effectively. At the least, your HR department should be present from the time your employee receives the offer or welcome letter forward. An automated an automated HR system that deploys a smooth, seamless onboarding experience will help organizations of every size avoid the pitfalls that come with new hires. And that, of course, is what our company does at Poplar Financial. If you have any questions about that or would like to see a system in action, we'd love to help. Uh, you can always contact me on LinkedIn, Twitter, or Facebook, or at poplarfinancial.com. You can live chat with us. I hope this was helpful to you, just some common scenarios that uh, that are often problems with onboarding. Take a look at yours, and if you see some of these common issues, contact us, see if we can help you out. 
That's it for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rami Alijil. Now go out there and get your work done.